Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose, hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 389 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. I'm here. And you've just tuned into the only show that's not afraid to tell you that half a Subway sandwich is too much Subway. All right, Carlos, before we get too deep here, <laughs> I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons. Uh, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Hoppenbrill Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to be a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindedstudios and become a patron today or click on the patron link on our homepage at blindedstudios.com. Carlos, you were telling me something about our Black Belt patrons just the other day. Do you remember what that was? Yeah, so you know how ospreys are the coolest birds, right? Um, They're just the coolest birds. Those are the ones that can, like, uh, hover using the the um, the rockets in their butts? No, no, I'm talking about uh, the bird, the osprey. Uh, they're the coolest bird. Everybody knows that. It's okay. A, it's just a fact. Yep, I know that now. So it turns out that our uh, inspired by birds, and I'm assuming ospreys in particular because they're the coolest birds, uh, they've devised a method of gliding in the air as a human being. Um, that, I don't know what that has to do with ospreys. So they, well, because, well, like a bird. So they're gliding through the air like a bird. They're not doing the flappy part like a bird. But, uh, so they're, they're just gliding through the air like a bat. Well, I mean... If you want to be as crass as to bring bats into it, but like bats are no, no, it's more like an osprey though. No, but ospreys are the coolest. But they they do the flapping though, and like they're not doing the flapping; they're more but, doing well, the gliding. Yeah, like yeah a bat. bats do the flapping. No, they're bats, not doing any flapping. Uh, bats do the gliding. Well, they also do the flapping. Oh, you're right. So like a flying squirrel. I mean, yeah, I guess if you want to like we're, make that comparison, it's yeah, very we're, similar we're, to like a, a flying squirrel. There, there, there is no flapping with the flying squirrel, but, right? There's just the. But the problem is, like, a flying squirrel only gets so much uh, horizontal movement because, like, it's a flying squirrel jumping out of a tree. No, our patrons have devised a method where you there's like basically so a ladder. Big, this big like canopy stretched over this like metal frame, and you go off a high place. On ho- you're holding on to it, and you're strapped in, and you kind of just glide for quite a ways while you're attached to this contraption. So uh, they, they, they're uh, calling it uh, like so wait, wait, glide hey, hanging or something like that. Um. Okay. So uh, it's a flying squirrel. No, no, uh, flying squirrels don't get that much uh, horizontal movement. But they well, first they climb something high, like. A tree or a mountaintop. Uh, you see, and see the thing is that like flying or a ladder are like physically climbing stuff. Like like with our like no, but not our patrons. They're not doing that. They're like taking a bus up to something high or like a car up to some high point on a cliff, and then then they're doing this glide hanging. Oh oh, like Buzz Lightyear. That's uh, he can't act. So they're, they're they're falling with style. That's uh, not really what's happening. I feel like that's exactly what's happening. Not I feel at like, all. I feel like that's exactly what's happening. But anyways, they invented this new activity called glide hanging, and uh, I just wanted to share that with you. All right. Well, if you would like to be like Buzz Lightyear and our patrons, head over to patreoncom studios and you too can learn how to fall with style. Yeah. Or uh, glide hang. Yeah, glide hang. I feel like we should reverse those. I feel like it would roll off the tongue a little better. Hanging glide. Hanging really, glide, yeah. Hanging glide, it's right. a hanging glide. Right. 
it just sounds better to me. I don't know why. Right. It just it just feels feels better. Well, well I'll let the patrons know. They'll, they'll, they can, they'll make the decision. Yeah, yeah. They, they, I mean, they're in charge. Yeah. All righty. Carlos, what have you been up to in the past week, amigo? Uh, let's see. Not a whole lot. No? No. Uh, just been uh, listening to podcasts, working. Nothing. Listen to podcasts? Yeah. What kind of nerd would listen to podcasts? I don't know. Apparently the kind of nerd who doesn't realize that they their headphones died of battery, like are dying of battery power. You're what? I, I had like, I, I had like, so I have like these, uh, those like new earbuds, right? Mm-hmm. And you like where like they and they get charged in the case. The battery life on those is not great. Like they really rely on you to like stop wa- listening after a couple hours to put the pods ear pods back in the case so they can charge up again mm-hmm. and then putting them back in your ear. Because uh, I just I just put them in my ear and then they live in my ear until the battery dies. And it's like, well, now I gotta stop listening to stuff. Which isn't great. And then I was like, well, I'll just use my phone speaker. But then it's like, I'm just being obnoxious for anybody who's like trying to watch TV or, yeah. or like, uh, or exist. Uh, yeah. Anybody <laughs> in the local area who's like, <laughs> is not interested in like whatever random fart jokes people are bringing on the podcast. Yeah. Like, like I, I, so this, and this just might be me, but I prefer uh, my fart jokes to be made in person. Like I don't, I don't like uh, over-the-air fart jokes, which is why we never make any fart jokes here on Department of Offense. Yep, we've because never... that is that is the lowest form of humor. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> we like to uh, pass gas in person. Yeah, yeah, because you can't. Tra- and you at can't these transmit gas, and at over- these prices right now, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's a gas price joke, everyone. Yeah, you don't want to. We gotta pass those gas savings on to you. Man, it's it's gotten so expensive. I can't even toot in bed anymore yeah. without taking out a second mortgage. Yeah, no. But also, gas prices have been pretty rough. <laughs> 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 Had to fill my car up, and just it was like, well, this is sad. Yeah, I have I have a bigger tank now, and uh, oh, like a fifteen gallon one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that's about where it's at. And so it was like sixty bucks last time I filled. Oh up. yeah, no, like fifteen gallon tanks. Like, like I, that's what my uh, Cougar had, I believe, because that would just chow down the gas. Well, the so the nice thing is, is I, I still get like thirty miles of the gallon, so it's still better than your Cougar. Yeah, yeah, the Cougar like topped out at like nineteen miles a gallon. <laughs> God, good thing you're not driving that boat anymore. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I'm not. But I have to pay for the premium gas these days, and it's like, ah, this is dumb. So but I lose mileage if I don't. So I, I have a question for Carlos's car corner. Yeah. Um, and well, I'm, we're, we're gonna have to take a break here to get into the show within the show called Carlos's Car Corner. <laughs> okay. We got a caller. Uh, let me see. Let's uh, ring him in. All right. Bring, bring. All right. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Oh, uh, hi, hi. Yeah, uh, I have a question that I'm hoping you can uh, uh, answer. Uh, also, uh, you know, longtime listener, first time caller. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, um, my car can use, uh, the E85 gas, but, um, I've never used it, so I just keep using the regular non-E85 gas. Um, what should I do? Well, it's a good thing that you called in, because <laughs> the fact of the matter is that I know a lot about gas, and I think you're safe. You're covered. You know, the E85 is- Should I just a- pass on the gas? Eh, you gotta- <laughs> No, I, I th- you don't want to pass on the gas because then your car will not will eventually stop running because you need gas in the tank. And if you pass on the gas, well, you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna wish you hadn't. 
Uh, you're gonna need that gas in the tank. Oh man, did I set us up for an entire show of fart jokes? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's funny enough that uh, they brought that up because in a completely unrelated uh, matter. So I've talked about on the show, I'm sure, about like a turntable going out and like how the, the, the terrible weather. Because I don't got actual garage to work. What does this have things. to do with my gas? Anyways. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I we passed the gas a little while ago. Yeah, I, I just don't have a garage to work on things in the winter, and it's because like it's miserable and cold. And I got so I gotta work out, uh, like work on my car in the uh, you know outside. I mean, or, I did offer right. to let you and use just, the garage. There's in the just winter no, no access to, to the garage, and I need the light and like of the sun. You're making me sound like a bad person now. <laughs> And anyways, what I I found out that uh, for, so I had this turn signal. It was out the entire like winter because like it was cold outside, and I'm not fucking going outside and changing my turn signal because I have to take my car apart in order to do that these days. I can't just shove my hand and dis- dismantle it from the inside of my car. I have to so, go to commit certain do some surgery. So so uh, just just so I'm clear, mm-hmm. shoving your hand and dismantling does not count as taking anything apart. Well, it's a little bit different because I got direct access to the headlight okay. sometimes. Well, I mean, not easy access because it's normally cramped in there and there's stuff in the way. But I can usually kind of s- squeeze my hand in there. But in this case, I got to dismantle parts of my car to get to it. And that's just not fun, not something you want to do in the winter. So I just thought, I'll put it off until like it gets warm in the spring. And then finally, we had a warm weekend. I was like, well, I'm going to go do this. Well, it's like nice and 80 degrees. And it's like, oh, well, turns out my turn signal is working again. Now that winter's over, is the just the turn signal started working again, which is well, it's a case of gremlins. I'm afraid my car has come down with a case of gremlins. Oh, oh, uh, so according to that movie Gremlins, um, the only way to get rid of that is to buy American. So that was a movie, it's not about real gremlins. Yeah. So wait, you're driving a gremlin. No, no, my car is haunted by gremlins. Yeah, that's why I told you that I told you how to get rid of the gremlins. No, 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 but that was a movie you watched. That's not, that's not real gremlins. You can't just take the lore of the gremlins movie and assume that's real because it's not. They, they made up a lot, most, not all the lore, most of that lore that they have for gremlins, they made up for the movie. I, I mean, I disagree. I mean, I, I, you're, I went, I went to. Um, a CD shop in Chinatown and talked to the proprietor there and he told me in no uncertain terms that everything in that movie was fact. Yeah, well, that's what you get when you're talking to somebody who's trying to sell you something. They're going to lie to your face. I mean, he did have a really cool um, like toothbrush uh, gadget um, and, it, and it had a shaver in it. And a toothpick and a bunch of other things. It was it was really cool. You know, the only true thing about Gremlins though is that you don't feed them after midnight. Because I, if I feed my car after midnight, bad things happen. That doesn't have. That's your car. We're talking about the Gremlins that are inside of yeah, your car. Yeah, you know, because like if I feed my car, the Gremlins get the food. Carlos, cars don't need to be fed. <laughs> they gotta be fed gas. I can tell you that. No, that's not. They drink gas. They don't eat it. Well, so you, you're not feeding them that. You don't, you nerd. Don't, oh, this is the problem. You're not giving your car solid gas. Also, of course, for I'm not diet. giving it solid gas. It's for the diet. You, it's in the name. It's only. I only give it liquid or uh, gaseous gas. <laughs> <laughs> you only give it gaseous gas. Yeah, that seems a little dangerous. <laughs> 
Well, otherwise it would be called a liquid. Like, you know, that's a good point. You know, that's a good point. You know, maybe uh, there's a, a thing to these gaseous car running cars. <laughs> but anyway, this has been Carl's Car Corner. Uh, we'll uh, turn you back to your regular scheduled program. Yeah, what else have you been up to? Nothing else. Oh, you know, uh, actually, I, I think it was uh, last weekend we watched uh, the Resident Evil movie. I don't think that was last weekend. Maybe it was. Maybe it was last Friday. And we forgot to mention it on the show because it was such a forgettable movie. It was not good. It was not. It had like a $25 million budget. Yep. Uh, and it used every dollar of it. You know, there was, and there was some great parts. There was uh, very bad uh, parts, and like, it, it, but there it, was some very good parts. It, it I'm like, sure. It seems like it was made just and it combined the first two games, the plot of the two first two games, into one movie. I think it would have been better if they had focused on one movie or the other. Yeah, that would have helped a lot. Uh, the dialogue was terrible. Well, I, they pulled the dialogue from the games. No, they made. References to the games, but they weren't very good references. Like, also, like the plots of the games are real dumb. The classic Jill sandwich, where like Jill's about to be killed by a trap, but she gets saved at the last moment, and Barry makes a joke about you could have been a Jill sandwich. But no, that was just Jill like got somebody a sandwich. It's like this is my Jill. This is a Jill sandwich now. I was like, no, that's not the same. I mean, I would like Jill sandwich. Yeah, it sounds delicious. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it just wasn't a good movie. Was it a good sandwich? I can't remember what was on the sandwich. They were you know, the thing was like there are parts of it where it it looks like they did like the, some of the effects of like a when they had a, I can't remember the name of the actor that played the bad guy in this one. Uh, Neil uh, <sighs> Mick something. Yeah, Neil, 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 McDonough. Neil McDonough. Yeah. yeah, he's who's like been a bad guy in like a lot of cheap movies and in Arrow. Yeah, and he, and in the Flash and in Legends of Tomorrow. I wonder if those are connected. <laughs> and uh, so he's in this. Oh, and there's, Dark. there's a couple scenes like where it was actually, you know, this is not bad for like a low budget, like the effect, like some of the, the mixing the practical and like the graphics effects on him as he's slowly mutating in the front of you until the end where he comes back and it's just full mutant, like horrible CGI monstrosity that looks just not good. Not a good CGI effects there. I don't know. I like that they left the door to the police station wide open and the, with a fire outside. And Leon Kennedy is like napping the entire time. This giant crash is happening in the front of the front. Of the yeah, but that tracks, open. though. That seems like Leon. Yeah. He is a rookie. So not a very good movie. Uh, yeah, but there's going to be a sequel with Ada Wong and Wesker. No, that, they set it up. They set it up. There's going to be a sequel. That movie did so well. I'm going to see. No, I think that movie was made to keep the rights to the movies because that's what happens. Sometimes they just shit out a movie because they want to keep the rights and hire the cheapest Canadian actors they can find. A Resident Evil movie 2021 sequel. Will there be a sequel? <laughs> Are you ready? Yeah. All right. According to SlashFilm.com. Raised eyebrows, mixed reviews, made $31.6 million. That is more money than they spent. That is a win. Yeah, I don't know what they spent on the marketing because it was being advertised. Um, not well. Came, and then it came out, and then it was no longer advertised. Yep. Um, let's see. They let Chris Redfield punch a boulder. They did not do that. Mm. That did not happen in the film. Uh, it says it does. 
I would I would have re- remembered if he punched a boulder. I could not have missed that. Uh, he punched a boulder. He punched a boulder. Um. Well, no. Uh, yeah, he did. He punched a boulder. There must have been some stationary boulder I somehow missed, like something, some some part of an environment that he just punched or something. He did it. punch a boulder. Uh, and so, mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. Set up for a sequel. No sequel announced yet. I'm not surprised. But it's gonna come. It's gonna come. Hashtag. Uh, Resident Evil sequel. But you told Hashtag. me that uh, Netflix got the rights to do... Uh, I don't know if they have the rights or they're just doing it. <laughs> they just decided to do uh, their own series. Yeah, there's a Resident Evil, but it looks like it's going to follow more the um, the original, like, what was that, the 2000s movie thing. It looks like they're rebooting that as a series instead of following the games. Well, I mean... So if they're just going to reboot that, like, that's kind of like, they might as well just go back to the games and just do what they want with the plot of the games. Like the first, like the, or, or just make a, make a series that happens to have zombies in it. And don't, you don't even have to call it resident evil at that point. But then like you're, what you're paying the money for is the name. Why, why, why it's, it's like when they made, um, the world war Z film, like why, why? Why? Why did you have to call it that? I, it had nothing to do with the thing. You know, I bet the rights to the Z Nation TV show was too expensive for them. So they, they Netflix have, already has the rights to the Z Nation TV show. I, they just had they air it. It's not they the no, they did a prequel series. They did. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. Um. Oh shit! What's it called? Um. I watched like the first two seasons of that. That was. Messy, I did too. It was it was so dumb. Um, let's see. Uh, Black Summer yep. uh, is what it is called. Um, yep. Yeah. It's it's a prequel series. It's a spinoff prequel to Z Nation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah, Netflix acquired the rights from Sci Fi. Like you could tell, it was a cheaply shot zombie TV show. But it's so much better because it starts with a zombie baby. I remember there was like, there was one episode where there's like a firing range competition in the middle of the zombie apocalypse. And then the guy turns blue? <laughs> yeah, because the uh, the guy who's like immune to uh, the disease, turns out he's not completely immune to being a zombie. Yep, and now he controls zombies, but he's blue, like a smurf. It's very weird plot. It doesn't make any sense. I love every second of it. Yeah, no, it was it was surprisingly a lot of fun to watch. Uh, what else have you been up to? Nothing else. But what have you been up to? What have I been up to? That is a really good question, and I'm so glad you asked. And I'm honestly um, taken aback that you would ask me, and I'm really excited. Well, to then talk I'll take it, it back. No, 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 no. You can't. You can't do that. You've but you're taken aback, so I better uh, take no, it back. No, no, you then. can't. You can't. You can't do that. You've already asked. I'm sorry, asked, and I'm I'm going to answer, right. and it's and it's going to be you're you're gonna just you're gonna just be so impressed with uh, what I've been up to lately. Um, and what I have been up to lately is, uh, I mean, well, it's it's actually very exciting what I've been up to lately. Um, <laughs> I don't know how long I can keep that going. Uh, so I think I'm I think I should probably finally talk about what I've been up to lately. <laughs> um, yeah. So this week. Honestly, not much. Uh, <laughs> really, really not much. It was a week of walking the dog, um, uh, just an insane amount, trying to tucker him out and just do a bunch of training. And it doesn't seem to be working. 
The, the Tucker, he doesn't seem that tuckered out this entire he, like He has been passing out a lot lately. Just a lot earlier. Like, he's still, he's still, like, if you have a ball, he's gonna, like, want the ball, and he's going to bring the ball to you, because he doesn't know how to stop himself, because he's an addict, and we have him in ball rehab. I know you had to, he had his one-on-one class this week to, like... Yep, yeah, and so he's gonna get some drugs, and that's very exciting. Um... Yeah, other than that, I don't know, played some disc golf yesterday, uh, went out to uh, San Pedro's last night with Matt, had an incredible meal, uh, love San Pedro's, and then we walked over to the Black Rooster, which is uh, in the old um, Vinzer Stoop spot, and had a couple of uh, cocktails, and they were really good. Um, and then today, I t- went to the park. It was a good time. It's kind of kind of it, pretty low-key week. Nothing wrong with that. Just, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get into everybody's uh, favorite segment where we talk about... What, what is it that we... Oh God, I, I know there's something we talk about here. Yeah, it's something fast. I'm furious that I can't remember what it is. The next quarter mile. Woo! All right. Welcome to the next quarter mile, the segment where we talk about uh, the Fast and the Furious movies one quarter at a time. Yeah, and we are at, uh, we just finished uh, part two of four of Furious 7. So that's where we're at. Part two of four of Furious 7. That's too many numbers, Carlos. You could just say we are now halfway through Furious 7. I could say that, but there's fewer numbers there. Yeah, and I would appreciate that. Um, So anyway, I'm going to roll right into Plot in 60 Seconds, where I will tell you the entire plot of the series up to the uh, end of the first half of Furious 7 uh, in 60 seconds or less. And let me tell you guys, this is getting tight. (laughs) All right, hang on. Let me uh, stretch. He's swinging his arms around wildly. He's taking a sip of beer. He's taking another sip of beer to prep himself. And you heard those mouth exercises he just did right, right there. He did those. Aluminum linoleum, aluminum linoleum, aluminum linoleum, mm-hmm. aluminium. All right. All right. You ready? I'll count you down. All right. Three, <clears throat> two, one, go. Tuna fish Brian races Dom and almost blows up his car. Dom accepts him and offers him a Corona Mite. Mia gives up Dom and friends so Cop Brian can go bust Dom. CB lets Dom escape. Too fast for back with no longer Cop Brian. FBI guy recruits him and Roman. There's a forgettable villain. Brian and Roman steal some money. Dumbass Sean gets shipped to Tokyo. He makes a friend, meets meets Han, destroys Han's car. Han eats some snacks and is murdered. Sean beats DK in a mountaintop race. Back in time to the DR. Dom and uh, fam are heisting. Letty dies. Dom returns. Brian is back and Mia's mad. The race Braga through a mountain. Dom is out of prison and in Rio they meet up with Vince for a job. It goes bad. Reyes is pissed. The Rock shows up. The fam assembles. Hobbs switches sides. The fam drags the vault through Rio. Letty lives. Hobbs recruits the fam to hunt down Sean. Letty in London twist. Letty has amnesia. Tank tears through Spain. Shaw's caught all according to plan. Letty's back with the fam. Mia shows up and they chase the plane. Giselle dies. Only Han cares. Han dies. Killed by big bro Shaw. Shaw attacks Hobbs. Then Dom. Dom is rescued by Belgian drinking Mr. Nobody. Roman takes charge. Kinda. The fam drops from a plane onto a mountain to rescue Ramsey. The MacGuffin continues and it's off to Dubai. You got like four seconds left. So that's pretty good. I'm still watching this thing tick down and there we go. All right, cool. I skipped a couple of sentences in there because I stumbled, and I was like, well, I need to you know, make up some time. 
It is crazy, though, that uh, only Han cared when uh, Gazelle died. died yeah. That's okay. He died immediately. Yeah, he, so he, did, he didn't have to ruminate on it for long. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was really a non-issue if you really think about it. So I got the 10-second uh, car, the just as difficult part of the, the, the uh, episode where I talk about the quarter mo- of the movie that we just saw, which is the second part of four of Furious 7. And uh, this is where I, I'm going to use 10 words. Describe that part. All right. So here we go. Car Conga rescues Ramsey. Shaw shows. Heist time in Abu Dhabi. All right. Yeah, that's it. So uh, we find out that uh, Dom accepts uh, Mr. Nobody's offer. Uh, nobody was surprised. But, well, he was not surprised, we find out. Uh- because uh, it turns out that he's already called in his crew. Which would have been really awkward if Dom turned it down. He's like, yeah, he's like uh, he's like uh, cutting, doing like the throat cut motion behind like uh, behind Dom's back. Yeah, like, and then don't open the doors. Well, yeah, the he's doors. doing the throat cut motion, but like um, somebody like uh, you know misinterprets it and like slits Dom's throat and like end a franchise. It's like, uh, no, that's uh, that's not. Oh, that you're right. I see. That's uh, that's on me. It's on me. Uh, my bad. Uh, <laughs> oops. So yeah, Roman wants to take the lead for this one. He uh, like like when they have everybody grouped around, like Roman, like he wants to be the lead. But he, this he, was this is a very a, good Roman quarter. Yeah, this is a very good Roman uh, quarter. Like Roman has to, Roman's like, oh, I didn't mean be the leader now. But like, like everybody's putting him on the spot, and he, <laughs> so he just chooses a part of the mountain, which it looks like like it's just a random spot. He, yeah, he he immediately chooses um, a highlighted part of the mountain. And apparently that's the most difficult part of the mountain. It's the impossible part of the mountain, which means that the, that's the part that he goes with. And then he delegates to Tej, and Tej figures out how to get them on there. Yeah. Uh, Letty is already back. She, <laughs> she was in the first she quarter. Gone and for she, a, she has gone for 20 whole minutes of film. And she's already back, which yeah. is crazy. Of course she's back. Why wouldn't she be back? She's part of the fam. She just needed to blow off some steam. By driving around the res- desert. Like, race wars are important. Yeah. And then uh, when they're preparing for this drop, uh, Dom and nobody have this back and forth. They're like how, hey, uh, maybe if you, keep, if you tone it down this time, Dom, maybe I'll replace my delicious Belgian oh. with a uh, Corona. Yeah, guess who's not replacing his delicious Belgian with a keg of Corona? And I think Mr. Nobody knew that was going yeah, to happen. It was an empty thing. So it took until the seventh movie before they finally started dropping cars out of airplanes. What do you mean starting? Like They drove through... Airplanes in the last film. Yeah, no, but, but like I, I don't, I don't like. But like now, now, like you make it sound like this is now going to be a regular thing moving forward. Because yeah, it's definitely not a regular thing of like cars in the sky, just like constantly. It's not. I feel this like is the first like they. So Fast and the Furious, you have to give them one thing: they do not repeat absurdity. Like all of their absurd scenarios are new. And that's why they're getting more and more absurd because they're running out of ideas. Yes, <laughs> but they're always new absurd ideas. Yeah. So this time they're just doing a straightforward airdrop. Uh, Roman is not on board with this, but yep. he, it's a little late. I mean, he's the only smart one. Like everybody drives off the airplane. It's fine. The GPS is controlling the yeah, air parachutes. It's, it's a it's a GPS controlled parachute drop. 
And then they spend a minute and a half where, like, Roman, you got to drive off the plane. Otherwise, uh, otherwise you're going to not be on target. And it takes a minute and a half before he finally goes. And when he comes and, like, everybody drops down and, like, Roman's only a little bit behind him when he, when they when Tej after because Tej that's because, him that's to because it was only a few seconds. I don't know where you're getting this minute and a half. Like it's movie time, Carlos. It's slowed down and exaggerated. Yeah, so, but like everybody else, like was dropping, and then their parachutes go. Like Tej initiates the parachute going. Oh right yeah, away. well yeah, that's that's the secondary. Roman's not going to get out of this vehicle parachute. <laughs> oh, so there's a, oh, you're saying there's a second parachute? Yeah, okay. they they show that in the like. They, you see, you see Roman's other parachute open. I thought it was all just no. I don't remember seeing Roman's other parachute open. Yep. I just only see like the one parachute go, and then Ro- we see later on Roman falling, but with a different circles. parachute. Maybe it's a different parachute. It is a different parachute because it's in a different spot. This, uh, the initial parachute was only on the back of the car to pull him out of the plane, right. and then the big parachute is uh, mounted at the four corners of the car, so it falls flat. All right. So yeah, but Roman's gosh, like, you 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 need to pay attention more. Roman is only slightly off target. It turns out though, because everybody else lands and they just see him in the like just right behind him, just cool. spinning. We'll come back for you, Roman. <laughs> uh, they they're chasing down the convoy, which I had I, like I had forgotten like what were they they were doing, but like they're they, trying they, to get Ramsey. They're trying to get Ramsey because that's going to help them find the MacGuffin, find Shaw. Because if they get the MacGuffin, then they can get Shaw. And an Egg McMuffin. So, anyways, Shaw shows up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yep, yep, on, on the most difficult mountain pass. You know, just Shaw shows up. So, like, why do they need to do this anymore? They we found shot. him. We found him. Well, because uh, they, wanna, they want to do it, like, on their terms instead of his terms. And then, um, uh, yeah, then there's there's just so much that happens in this space. This is a good set piece. There, there, yeah, this is a a, a fun a fun piece. So the, their cars are now bulletproof. Yep, we get uh, we get Brian jumping from a vehicle. They do a battering ram of conga line. Yep, which is everybody goes bumper to bumper and they smash through some stuff. Yep, and they win uh, until there's Gatling guns. They rescue Ramsey, uh, who surprise surprise is beautiful. Who would have seen that coming? Uh, obviously not Roman. Obviously not Roman because he, <laughs> he makes it a point of like how little he was expecting that. He's like, she can't be a hacker. She's too hot. So, and she ends up in uh, Dom's car. And then Dom takes the wise idea of hurling down the mountainside with yeah. Shaw. Well, and he just, gave Ramsey a helmet. Well, this is before that even. Both him and Shaw are hurtling down the mountainside. The oh, trees. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, they're like that's racing more, that, that's, they're, they're not hurtling, they're racing. I don't know. This they is, weren't hurtling until the end. At the, the, at the end, they are uncontrollably hurtling. <laughs> <laughs> because they, cause eventually like they lose Shaw, but then they get Well, they by, didn't really lose Shaw. Because you know, he's going to snipe them. Yeah, because Shaw is able to run across mountains faster than a car while putting together a sniper rifle. while putting together a sniper rifle and every and they're surrounded and so uh and then um don does the most pointless maneuver of all pointless maneuvers he kicks up all this dust and then waits for it to settle which is (laughs) he could have just hit reverse i know or or like while the big dust cloud is up there nobody knows where he is go down the hill no and like while he's facing the hill like it, it looks like uh Looks like Shaw has a shot, but he's like, and then he stops, like, like, kind of like, I got to see what he's going to do here. Like, I, I, just, I need to know. 
turns out he's going to wait. <laughs> he's going to hur- and then he's going to hurl himself off the cliff uncontrollably tumble yep. down the mountainside and come out completely unscathed. Completely fine. Yep, the only thing messed up is uh, Ramsey's mascara. And Ramsey, who may or may not have a concussion, she's the only one wearing a helmet. Dom only one, is the yeah. one that should have a concussion. Well, he has he has plot armor, I guess, and that is his helmet. Um, yeah, and then uh, the MacGuffin is uh, in the Middle East, so they have to because she sent it, and then um, they have to go to a fancy suit, fancy dress party. Yeah, they got to go to Abu Dhabi. Um, Dom tells Brian what real family is because Brian's never heard about what family They've is. They've never had this conversation never had before. This conversation. You, so I'm guessing Dom is like the worst brother-in-law where he just gets corona drunk and <laughs> he goes up, Brian, Brian, let me tell you about family. <laughs> the bravest, the bravest thing you've ever done, Brian. The, bra- the bravest thing you've ever done is being a good man to me. And you're that good Brian Dick. And you so, and be a good, good father for my nephew, Familia. <laughs> Whole time, buddy's like, uh, like, is like pretending to be asleep. He's like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, so they go to Abu Dhabi. Um, there's a slow mo shot of Ramsey. Yeah, uh, pulling a um, James I, Bond. Like, yeah, yeah, scene. pulling a Daniel Craig out of the water. Uh, we meet Safar, who's a, a friend of uh, Ramsey, who sold the thing that Ramsey sent to him to. Yeah, and oh, he was like, "I did a good thing. I did a good job." And we're like, "Shit!" And now they got to do another heist already. Yeah. They, they got to steal a fast this, bulletproof car. This is a this is a set piece per half hour, um, type of film. Yeah. Because this is, yeah, so we, we now have, like, the third set piece of the film, um, and, like, there's probably a fourth. Maybe. So, yeah, that was, so, and I can only assume that Shao's going to show up again. This whole time, they're trying to do this so they can get access to this hacking device that'll let them track down Shaw, but Shaw just keeps showing How up. How is Shaw cracking them to mountains? I feel like there's a leak in Mr. Nobody's organization. Or maybe Mr. Nobody is like just texting uh, Shah. It's like, hey, guess where the, the those idiots are off to? They're going to Abu Dhabi this time. Like they have they have a group thread that's just called Belgian Brothers, and they, they, they never remove <laughs> Shah. And they just they just talk about Belgians, and like they're just like talking shit about Dominus Corona. Yeah, but uh, like uh, they never remove Shah. Just no, 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 like a dick move to Shah, remove him from, what, from the chat. It's it's like they they they're still in contact. Like they're they're friends. Yeah. Like that's a work thing. Like that's not a yeah yeah yeah. Like they're, like they're friends outside of work. Yeah yeah. Like they're they're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was the what happened this uh, this quarter. Yeah, it was a good quarter. Mm-hmm. I, I I really like this movie. No yeah, that was that was a fun uh, set piece though. That was a lot of fun. All righty. Um. Oh, we got a beer, don't we? Yeah, we do. Uh, let me grab the correct beer. You know, it's kind of cool to have notes that um, allow me to keep an eye on what we're doing during the show. All right. So we have in front of us Lacuna from Surly Brewing Company in a beautiful Minneapolis, uh, Minnesota. This is a cold IPA, which, uh, and, uh, oh, which has uh, been called... On our network by Brian. 
The face tattoos, or the face tattoo of IPAs. So we'll talk about this in just a minute. But um, yeah, so this is brewed for joining forces, bridging the divide between a lager's Christmas and IPA's hop kick. Lacuna cold IPA delivers the best of both worlds. Mind the gap. Um, this is a crisp, hoppy, cold are the three descriptors that they use. Um, it has. What if you served it warm? Well, then it would It would no longer be a cold IPA, right? Um, let's see. Hops. We have Warrior, Sabro, Citra, uh, Talus, and Centennial. Uh, malts. We're looking at Pilsner Malt, Acidulated Malt, Flake Corn, and Carafoam. Uh, fermented with German lager yeast coming in at 7.2% right, I do have to ask. Is cold IPA an actual style? They're trying to make it one. Because, I mean... Like, crisp, hoppy, and cold is the three descriptors on the can. All right. So... We, we actually did an entire episode on cold IPA on Homebrew Bound uh, fairly recently because this, this is a brand new style um, that was developed about a year ago and it is really uh, kind of taking traction. And we're like, uh, and I had Justin and Brian on to talk about it because I was curious. Um, but basically, it's a West Coast IPA, but from people who ha- only know how to brew hazy IPAs, and so they're coming at it, and they're like, oh, well, we made uh, we made a new beer. It's like uh, an IPA, but clear. Um, yeah, and that's why Brian called it the, the face tattoo of IPAs, because he's like, it's fucking these these new brewers like they're taking shit that's old and making it new or like and trying to like reinvent it and make it neat they're like these fucking mumble rappers uh, it's the face tattoo of, it, it's a really good listen you should listen to it um brian was pretty salty um and it was fantastic uh yeah this i mean this is crystal clear um and like so here's the thing surly knows how to brew a really good uh west coast style ipa it's kind of their bread and butter but yeah we'll see what this tastes like Wow, 7.2%. percent hmm What do you think, Carlos? Uh, you know, this is pretty good. Uh, I don't really get... I'm, it describes cr- uh, cold on there. So I, I, it's, it's a cold beer, so I guess they're right. Uh, like, it says hoppy, but, like, it's actually... You know, it's not... Like, if, we're, if they're using hoppy as one of the three ways to describe the beer, mm-hmm. and cold is, the, one of the, is one-third of those descriptors... I would assume like the hobby would be like a lot more in your face. How's the crispness? You know, it actually, yeah, it's pretty crisp. I actually. mean, two two out of three isn't bad. Yeah, they got two out of the <laughs> three descriptors that are seen, but it, if, yeah, it's just not super hoppy. Let's see, this was canned on four fourteen, so not too long ago, uh, about a month ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I get. There is a there is a good like hop aroma. Um, it's very. Um, it's almost like cotton candy and. Because you described a lot of hops, right? When yep. you were describing this. Yeah, there are five five different hops in here. You can't tell. It's kind of a muddled flavor. Like there is there is a nice firm bitterness that I really like. Um, it does remind me of like a West Coast style IPA. Um, like low body, very high, like bitterness and like, I'm, it's, it's extremely drinkable. Yeah, no, it's very drinkable as much fun as I'm making fun of yep. there. The, uh, the hop flavor is a little muddled though. It's just kind of hops, just like generic hops. 
like I, I can't really like pick. I'm having a hard time picking out. I think um, it'd be better. Be better if they went with like one or two hops. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. But it's, maybe it would no longer be a, a cold India I, pale ale so, if they yeah. If they put so like yeah. So hops. the other thing, like to make it like a cold IPA, they have to like it's Pilsner malt, um, and then like I think it's like thirty percent adjuncts, which is like the flake corn, and it's like ugh, fine. Um, and then fermenting cold with the German lager yeast, like now you're you're basically an um, imperial uh, or it's IPL, like India pale lager, like territory um which is another like style that they tried to catch on and didn't really um yeah i don't know i i have a lot of beef with the style not with the beer yeah there's not uh you know there's only so many acronyms people can like keep track of that start with ip when it comes to beer I mean, when you start tra- saying IPL or there's CIPL, though, it's like it's just IPA. Like we got we have that one covered, but like now you have like all the other ones. Like it's I'm going to come up with a style that's just called IP here. And then um, so you go in your order and be like, hey, can I get an I uh, can I get an IP here? And they're like, no, you can't be here. That's what bathrooms are for. Well, I'm going to get invent one called the IPE, which the E is for everywhere. <laughs> in which case you don't have to worry about the bathrooms <laughs> uh, all right give me a number carlos uh you know this is drinkable it's uh it is pretty refreshing i think i bet it'd probably be nice if you had an, a nice cold one out, outside on a hot summer day what are hot summer days well they're not what we're getting right now um, I, 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 but I'm just gonna. So there's, there's nothing exciting about this that's holding mm-hmm. it out. Like it's seven point two percent for something that I could, I could get the same amount of like, uh, like tastiness out of like something that was like a five percent beer, easily. And yeah. So I'm just gonna say this is maybe a six. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Certainly, it's it's their it's their version of the cold IPA. It's fine. Like. Not gonna lie, I'm liking it better than a lot of hazies right now, just because I'm hazed out. I like I like the fact that it's clear. I like clear beer. Um, that's gonna boost it up. I think I'm gonna give it a six and a half. I think six and a half. Like, it's fine. Um, is it like twelve dollars a six pack? Fine, actually, which for certainly isn't that bad. Um, so yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say two bucks a beer. It's not bad. I don't know if I'd buy it again, but the six that I that we have, I'm not bad about. Yeah, it's it's fine. Wow. I think there's better bo- was, uh, I, there's better beers out there you can cope with. But yeah. All right. Are you ready for the 2022 uh, Redemption arc? Oh, all right. Now the Department of Offense presents news with Casey. It's not depressing this time. Now, uh, <laughs> listeners of our show who may have watched, <laughs> listened to the last episode we did, might be familiar with the fact that every news story that Casey <laughs> chose for us to listen to was just a real bummer. 
<laughs> it was. Like it was. for all the these like real these news stories that are supposed to be fun and entertaining Light-hearted. and that we can just joke about. I was like, no, they're all bummers. Yeah, it wasn't great. So this is uh let's see what we uh, what we got this week. Well, I only have two. Okay. Because um well, turns out that the world is going to shit, and there's not a lot of happy news out there, or fun news. Well, we're after a great start. Uh, I know, I know. <laughs> One of them was sent to me by a listener. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right, listeners. We're now going to take some pity news to try to fill up our catalog yeah, of fun news. news. <laughs> All right. Um. So I'll start with uh with with this with this fun nugget. Right. Are you ready? Yeah. The Wichita Police Department asked the public uh, asked for the public help in uh, trying to identify a woman who entered a Northeast Wichita beauty supply store and defecated in the middle of an aisle. Police said the crime happened on Tuesday, March 10th, at a store on in the 2200 uh, block of East 21st Street. The defecation was significant enough that eight wigs were destroyed as a result, and the business would like to know who the poopetrator is. Wait, eight wigs were destroyed by a poop? <laughs> by a poop! How? Uh, it was a big poop. Or was it like a, a, a diarrhea spray? Or it something? just says significant, and then and then they use the pun poopetrator. Wait, I thought this was like a Walmart or something. This happened. Where no, no, this... no, it was a beauty supply store. The, there's a bunch of wigs. Yep, they got pooped on. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, the incident was captured on video surveillance, uh, but for the good of all of you, uh, I'm not. We are not posting the footage of the offending fecal assault. If you can identify public enemy number two, you can call Detective Meyer. <laughs> that's that's fun. Yeah. Uh, the, the department's having some fun. <laughs> I like Poopetrator. I like public enemy number two. Um, I'm curious at um, the size of the like. It has to be. It has to be like a spray and pray situation, right? Yeah, because otherwise it's like this. The, the the business was like, well, they dropped a poop here, and I think these wigs might just smell bad now. As so like, we're just not going to sell these. Well, we're I don't want to buy a poop wig. Well, we're going to have insurance cover it then, because that way we don't. Because this is like a, a nobody's buying this wig. This probably, but this is probably just like an old lady who or something like that. An old lady. If there's if they're in the wig aisle when they pooped, I don't know what. Why? Why would that be an old lady? Do you think do normal people like poop? I, I guess it could be an old. Do man. normal people poop? Oh, hey, Carlos, I have a book that you need to read. <laughs> it's called Everybody Poops. So everybody, Except you, you're not alive. Everybody poops in aisles. Got it. No, no, no. That's not. That's actually that's a book we should write. <laughs> everybody poops in aisles. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do normal people poop? I don't. <laughs> All right. What's the what's the all right. story we got? A small Finnish brewery. Uh, off to a good start. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few dozen miles from the Russian border has uh, less less good start. Uh, has launched a new beer uh, to toast its country's application to join the NATO military alliance. The lager is called uh, Otan Oluda or Oluda. Otan Oluda. The first word uh, a play on the French variation of the initials of the North or of NATO. Uh, the full name also means I'll have some beer in Finnish. Uh, the brew uh, had a taste of security with a hint of freedom. Uh, Pateri uh, Vantinen, uh, the chief executive of family uh, run Olaf Brewing, said. Uh, Finland and Sweden apply. Oh, go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, like, it sounds like these brewers are having some fin. Uh, why did I let you talk? Uh, <laughs> Finland and Sweden applied to join NATO on Wednesday, a decision spurred by their alarm over Russia's invasion of another neighbor, uh, Ukraine. Moscow initially threatened unspecified retaliation. We are under uh, the bear's arm here, so to speak, uh, Van Titten said in, in the brewery uh, in uh, Savonlina. I, there's a lot of Finnish words here, and this, the, like, there's too many ends. How how many ends do you think are in the word seven, Lena? Seven? No, it's twelve. What? Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's it's three, okay. three, three ends, three ends. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a ridiculous number of ends. Like there's like a per, like a person whose language just put that many ends in a word like that. Yeah, that's like maybe is not sustainable. They're gonna run off ends eventually. Well, there's a reason the Welsh were taken over. So, um. Oh, that was, that's different because that was, those weren't words. <laughs> those were there just to confuse the English? I, mean, I think so. <laughs> uh, but no one was uh, panicking yet. We can have a beer now and we've got uh, this far in the process. I believe it reflects the Finnish mentality quite well that we just keep calm. There is no cause for alarm. The blue and white cans match NATO's uh, color scheme and show a knight holding up a foaming tankard of beer with the uh, Alliance's logo stamped on his armor. The brewery is named after the nearby St. Olaf's Castle, a medieval stone fortress founded in 1475 to defend Finland, then a hinterland of the Swedish kingdom against invaders from the Novgorod Republic, a predecessor of modern-day Russia. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, the Finns are having some fun. Is that the the one from the listener? Yep. Well, thank you, listener, for that wonderful uh, news story. That, thank you for So help. that Casey uh, didn't have to try to track down another fun story because I don't think he would have succeeded. I, I I looked at no fewer than 20 stories today, and um, they were all very depressing. So just a quick uh, peek behind the curtain. Like, normally, like, I, I'm sure Casey does the same thing. I usually look at, like... Uh, I just go to Reddit not the onion for and not the onion on the, the just to try to track down some fun stories. Yep. Unless like unless I heard something else during the week, but uh, yeah, I, I guess it's uh, been a lot of like I, mm-hmm. I and like I think you like I think we even did this last week. I just took a quick look and it's like oh this is these are all bummers. There's it's, nothing it's, funnier. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it turns out when um, when uh, the Supreme Court is doing a bunch of stuff and then the world is at war, like bummers happen. Yeah. It turns out. <sighs> oh, we got a topic though, right? We sure do, Carlos. <laughs> we sure do. <laughs> was that convincing? That was very convincing. <laughs> and I it was so convincing that I'm just I'm glad I didn't spend any amount of time in the last uh, hour trying to think of a fun topic. Yeah, I, I, I feel, I'm, I'm glad I that you did. Vindicated. You should feel vindicated because what we're going to talk about today is the thing that's on everybody's mind right now. <laughs> I was really hoping something was going to come. Actually, no. Let's uh, let's do this. What is the best, hands down, the best Memorial Day cocktail? Memorial, you know, Memorial, Memorial Day, Day is, is next, next weekend, week, yeah. um, and we need to prep for um, our pool party. 
So why not do the planning on air? Uh, and let's talk about what the best Memorial Day cocktail is and why it's a pina colada. Well, hey, that's that's the thing. Like We talked about this a little bit already. And the, no, no, this is granted. This is assuming and this is a hell of an assumption that we're making that the weather next weekend is going to be great. It's, it is definitely one hell of because, an assumption. Because this is uh, – we're uh, towards the end of May right now. And, and it uh, we had a high of um, – of 50 degrees today. Yeah, no, uh, my my bedroom was freezing this morning. It was 48 degrees in the house uh, yesterday morning because we left all the windows open because it's supposed to be summertime. <laughs> it's, it definitely does not feel it. It's not fucking summertime. Turns out, turns out not. Like we opened the pool, what, last week? Uh, no, it's uh, it's been open uh, almost three weeks now. How how many days have you spent in the pool? Has like good swam? Define in the pool. Have you been in the pool at all? Define in the pool. Did you not? Did you not fall into the pool accidentally? Did you just ended up? You purposely put swim trunks on and went in the pool. Oh oh that. Yeah. I mean yeah that that's that's a very uh, actually I, hang on um carry the carry the one. Um, zero zero time. That's a, that's a big fat zero for me too. It's uh turns out um. I believe uh, the the proper term is cold as balls. And now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask you how much chemicals you had to spend on the pool in the last three weeks because we don't want to make you feel worse. I've only spent this this year, um, 2022, on chem on pool chemicals. I have only spent a hundred and twenty dollars, but uh, not all of them have gone into the pool yet. There's still some. Oh, that's actually not bad since yeah. we had to open the pool. That Remind me though, once chemicals. we're done recording, I have to go put more chemicals in the pool. Which it's like a bummer though, because like if we look at the pool, the water is crystal clear. Like we've never had the water yeah. this clear. Turns out, if you make it very cold, it stays clear. Really. No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> exactly I'm, assu- I'm assuming it's the thing that I've done. Like, like, we had like an entire week, maybe, uh, maybe entire seven days last summer. We had, we had like the first month, it was pretty clear, and then it just clouded, and I couldn't figure out why. Yeah. It was because uh, Pumbaa died, but now we got Tumba. We have Tumba. And uh, Tumba patrols the pool, so we don't have to, even if it's cold. Yeah. Tumba picked up a lot of worms. Again? No, just that one time. No, yeah, he, uh, there was a lot of worms. Yeah, Tumba is like a is what we call the machine that goes and like just kind of just that patrols the pool. And like he, this like he's our he's our knight. Va- doesn't vacuum, right? It's not, it does vacuums. Not, is it is it suction or yeah. is it? I thought it was just rollers. It does both. All right, the rollers scrub, the vacuum suck. All right, yeah. So like it's it little, it's the old scrub and suck. The old scrub. Yeah. And suck. Sometimes you have to pay extra for that. Mm, yeah, yeah you, sometimes you do. And <laughs> so, so like, it, sometimes, like I only I only saw a couple worms when I, last time I emptied it out, but uh, yeah, he he gets everything. Like, it's it's good though because it means that it makes it, the pools a lot cleaner. Yeah, and hopefully it maintains. He does the old scrubbing. But uh, back to the topic, the show to- topic that's very important that we brought because because Casey put, spent a lot of time. I did thinking up this topic. It's in my notes, even in the middle of. I our, can prove it in the middle of our show. He spent a lot of time thinking. No, that's not. That's not what I did it beforehand. We took an entire minute of on air <laughs> where he was thinking of it. No, no, I thought of it beforehand. I came into the show prepared. Uh, but like honestly, if the weather's nice. And you have the access to a pool, or even if you don't have access to a pool, like you have like a nice, you're in your backyard, yep. and you got to, because if you, honestly, if you don't have like a, a gra- like if you're not at a park, if you don't have a backyard, a yard, or like I'm, 
I, I get, I, I understand. I've been, like, I've also lived in apartments, and I don't know what you're going to do to celebrate Memorial Day. You're going to get drunk. That's definitely going to happen, and I don't know if a pina colada is going to be for you. But I also, like, I think, I think you're wrong. I don't think pina colada is the best uh, Memorial Day cocktail. However, if you're at a pool, and you, it's the thir- it's a three day weekend on Memorial Day, and you're lounging in a pool, and it's Let's say, let's be, let's really be optimistic here and say it's like 85 degrees plus. Which is what it's supposed to be. And you have, you have this, a pitcher, a nice cold pitcher of some pina colada that you just get filled up. See, I think, I think colada. you're wrong. I don't think pina colada is the best cocktail. All right. um, I find it too sticky. Um, and it's a slushy drink. I don't think that is, that's the best, uh, that's the best move, um, for a, for a pool party or for a, for a day of activity, right? right. Because like, it's going to be sweet. It's going to be like, eh, I think the mojito is a better move. No, the, be- the mojito, fantastic drink. Like it's like, it's also another one of those great lawn drinks. That- and it's, it's light. It ha- it's refreshing because of the mint. It is less sticky. It's still a little sticky. But it's less sticky. Well, all cocktails are going to be a little sticky. Unless you're just drinking vodka soda. Like, then you're probably not worried too much about stickiness. (laughs) No, that's probably not anywhere near your list of things you're caring about right now. Yep, yep. And then you're just... There's probably little you care about if if you're at that point... If you're just drinking vodka soda? If you're drinking vodka soda, there's not much you care about. You care about your waistline. (laughs) <laughs> maybe yeah um i yeah i would i would say like the the best cocktail um for memorial day um where we are uh remembering troops and stuff is one that is from a latin american country that uh we were at war with and killed a bunch of the troops the mojito is it from mexico cuba Cuba, All right? Yep, 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 yep. There's a whole like Spanish American war. It was because like, if it was another like so- South American country or like, oh, well, this maybe is pretty likely then that the CIA put money up for trying to overthrow and unsuc- probably successfully overthrow a democratically elected leader. Well, I mean, yeah, but, but like you can just there's a bucket of those countries. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, you you could you could literally take take a map of Central America and throw a dart and hit one of those countries. Yeah. Better dead than red, it turns out, is the what it was for decades. I don't think that had anything to do with it. You no, know, that was one of the things. I think that was just an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was just an excuse. You know, actually, after listening to a, deep, a podcast, did a deep dive on uh, the uh, the use of, uh, I can't remember, of, L- of LSD, and like just... It, it would have been an excuse. Like, they, <laughs> they were looking for any excuse at all to use LSD. There were so many people that died because of their testing with LSD. Yeah, man. But they were having fun. Yeah. Uh, they're just they're having fun. Well, so you guys need to make sure that you tune in next week for our Memorial Day podcast, um, where we will be uh, memorializing something. Is there a drink besides a mojito or a? Uh... So I, I'm partial to rum based drinks. I think um, so. You want something warm, yeah. right? Or uh, you want you want something uh, cold, like and refreshing. You don't want anything like a Tom Collins might not be bad. 
um, like something gin based. Because the thing uh, is, like, has that has that like springiness. Because like I, I do agree. Like one of the downsides of if, if we, is if we have people over for it, and like we do it's like a blended drink, like that's a lot of work. Like yeah, that means like somebody has to get like it has to not be relaxing for like five full minutes. Yeah, and that's too many minutes. Yeah. So like something that like be easier to to mix. I was just trying to think. Yep, a beer. Well, there's going to be beers. There's nothing more American than beer. Good German beer. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Operation Paperclip. (laughs) I don't think they brought any any brewers over. You don't know. (laughs) They had to get all those Nazi beer secrets. And Russia just didn't get grab any brewers. Is that is that what Russia did? Uh, Russia Russia took the distillers. Russia took all the distillers from yep. Germany. Yep, to make vodka. Yeah. Well, that seems waste. <laughs> just like a waste, and they're just going to make vodka. I never said Russia was smart. <laughs> <laughs> they're real dumb. Look at what happened in the Ukraine. Wow, and uh, that was this is that's a thing. I, we don't have to talk about that. Our listeners, I'm sure, are aware. <laughs> Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here before we uh, foot and mouth again. Let's not make us sad again by looking at news. Ah, oh, man. Should we just stop looking at news? Yeah, that would make the news go away, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, guys, if you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindinstudios, or you can follow us on Instagram at blindinstudios. And I'll see you guys next week.